0: Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better hey, act. Hat hey, 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 hey. on, 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 suit on, on. looking like the dog, Giving mo- oh, a the on, dress like the million mo- bucks, buying things in his tubs. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listening to me. Mm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together for <laughs> Steve <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, listen, yeah, don't you join in? Oh,
1: Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to share something with you that I had to come to the realization one time. And even in the reinvention of myself right now, I've had to come to that. And I want to share it with you today. Give it to you. I want to tell you about something that a lot of people do in their life. And I want you to be aware of it. Here it is. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. I said, don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. The reason I'm saying this is because People have a tendency to, once they make a decision about something, or once they decide to go a certain path, they go against all everything. Anything anybody says, anything anybody might do, any other ruling they may come across, they shun advice, they don't listen to counsel, They just, I made the decision. I'm going to do it anyway. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. Now, here's a surefire way to tell if you're wrong. If you don't see any movement in the direction you've chosen, if you don't see anything, going right in that decision. If you feel as though you're in a rut, if the wall you're climbing seems so insurmountable that you ain't even moving an inch and every time you turn around, you keep getting knocked by down, knocked back down. Don't get stuck on yourself. You know you could be wrong, you know. See, that's why it's important for people to always be open to the reinvention of yourself. You know, you cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. In other words, you can't be afraid to change. Change is necessary when it comes to growth. There is no growth without change. The more you know, the older you look. There is no growth without change if you're heading in a direction and ain't nothing going right in your life could it be the wrong direction if you're climbing and you're making no headway could it be the wrong direction could you have possibly made the wrong choice don't get stuck on yourself because you done made the wrong stuff it's okay to forgive yourself it's okay to let yourself off the hook it's even smarter sometimes to admit that you were wrong. You ever met somebody ain't ever wrong? You, you, have you ever met somebody you talk to they ain't ever wrong about nothing, man? They just, it's they way or the highway. It's this is my way. This is the, I, I know people like that stuck on them power trips and all like that. You know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to let them go on them power trips. But listen to this, though. You're not taking me on that trip, though. You're going on that trip by yourself. I'm going in the right direction. I've decided to stop the way, okay, listen to this person, this person. I decided to stop doing business the way I was doing business. I decided to stop to allow business being done around me the way business was being done around me. You know what? You know the best decision I made was to allow for God to have some say-so and to offer me his direction. I have found him to be a better driver than anyone else I know. I have found him to know more about the man he made than anybody else who's merely associating with me. I have found it to be a fact that my maker knows more about the vehicle he created than does anybody else. If you if your Chevy break, don't you take it to Chevy? You don't take your Ford when it breaks down to a Toyota dealership. They're not going to know everything that the Ford dealership would know about the vehicle. You know why? Because they're not the maker of it. So now, why are you letting, letting your life be led, controlled, and guided by somebody other than your maker? I'm just asking you to let's all take a common sense look at this. So if going to your maker is the best way, the best decision I made in my business was take over my brand myself and to allow the maker of this brand. See, without God, I'm none of this. I'm none of this. I want you to clearly understand I ain't none of this without him. I wish I could have the guts to reach back there and pat myself on the back for what I've accomplished in my life. I wish I had the guts. I wish the nerve of me, because I know for a fact that there is no way that I could have manufactured the life that I have. I could not even have thought of it. It's no way I could have told you that this was the route I was going to take, and this is the outcome because of it. I had no idea, no clue. The one thing I had, though, was an unshakable faith in God. I had an un Uh, And I I just kept believing in him. I kept believing that he had something more for me. And then when I touched base with him and asked him to show me what it is, what he had for me, ta-da, the magic show began. Because you know what he did? He took all my natural abilities that he had given to me, this gift that he gave me, that that he poured into me at birth, that same gift that he poured into you at birth. The moment... You go to him and let him show you that gift. And then guess what? Once he takes what he naturally put in you and put his super, his superpowers on top of that, then you have some supernatural things going on in your life. And you may not be feeling me. I'm cool with that. But I done had some supernatural things happen to me. Every day I wake up some supernatural the, the Man, the rewards of my life, the awards of my life, the accomplishments, the how I'm working, the how I manage it all, all oh, that ain't nothing but God. That ain't nothing but God. You can't even explain this schedule to people. Sometimes when people ask me, Steve, how do you do it? I go, well, this is what I manage my time. And then at the end of when I get through, I say, hey man, you know what I need to tell y'all for real? It's God, I, I don't really know. But I'm letting him manage me so. He handling it. He ain't going to put no more on me than I can bear. Listen to me, y'all. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And remember this. Don't get stuck on yourself. Because you could be wrong, you know. You absolutely could be wrong. If you don't tie this to your gift, you will be struggling the rest of your life.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: It's that time, it's that time, wake up everybody. This is the one and only, the legend, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This show right here goes out to everybody that works in the school system. The bus drivers, the school teachers, the cafeteria workers, the custodial workers, Everybody that works at the school. The coaches, everybody. Big ups to everybody back at school. I'm so glad it has started. I'm so glad my (laughs) kids leave every morning. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) I get my day back with my wife. I just love it so much. And they get to go learn something. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Shirley Strawberry, good morning to you.
4: Good morning, nephew. What's up? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Happy, Mm -hmm. happy,
5: happy day. What's happening? What's happening, nephew? What's going on? All right, all right. And junior boy in the building. Morning everybody. Morning everybody. Everybody uh-uh. good? Uh-uh, Junior. Let's get to it. Shirley. Tommy Tommy, uh-huh. where's your where where's your uncle? I know My he's in uncle.
3: Africa. Tell My me. uncle is in Africa.
5: Uh-huh.
3: Nah. Uh-huh. I've been asking when he was going to get to Wakanda. He do not know where that's at. So
4: <laughs> It's an imaginary place in the movie. No, it's not. No, it's not. Where it the it Black did a Panther movie
3: lived. on it.
5: Yeah. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, there were people in Wakanda, surely. That place exists. Oh, Wakanda forever. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, you Junior. Wakanda. They had a flight to Wakanda. You're drinking the Kool
4: Aid, too. <laughs> okay. okay.
3: That whole thing on the side of the wall that took place, you don't <laughs>
4: think that was real? <laughs> Wakanda, <laughs> it's a movie, people.
3: Okay. But anyway, my <laughs> uncle is in, uh, oh, let me make yeah, sure I'm yeah. saying this right, Botswana? Botswana Am I right? Botswana, Africa, that's right. Botswana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Botswana, yeah, yeah. Africa. Botswana. So we will be, in a minute, going live, talking to the legend, the one and wow. only Mr. Steve Harvey, live Whoa. in Botswana, Africa. That's,
4: that's exciting so right there. That's exciting. I mean, really, major. And he's got some some good information he's supposed to deliver
3: to us, so I'm excited about it.
4: Okay, all right. Well, I can't wait to get to it. We got a big show. I mean, you heard it, uh, Steve, live from Botswana, Africa. We're over here in America. Hmm. President. Well, when he leave, when he leave Botswana, Shirley. Uh
3: huh. I'm sending him to Wakanda.
4: There is no such thing. Will you stop <laughs> with the <little laughs> whole Wakanda thing?
5: you just riding that, out, huh? All right. Um, I'm Steve is gonna my heart check like in. Like He's gonna check in. Tommy, you talk to him. He's going to call us.
3: I've talked to him. He's going to call us in the next five, six minutes. We'll be talking to him. Actually, when we come back, we will be talking to the one and only. All
4: right. Well, we got Steve a great Harvey. show. Oh, great so we show plans. Yeah, we girl. do. We got an
3: incredible show. We going live. How I many people you know go live to Botswana every day? Uh, not, not I don't know anybody.
4: I don't know anyone. I don't know nobody. What? But I have to look it up, see where it's at. It's at the bottom. Right. Yeah. It's right above <laughs> South Africa. Oh, okay. All right. All right, well, so we got a great show planned. As I was saying, we're going to find out what our crazy president is doing. Hey, The Rock got married over the what? weekend. Yes, Reverend Al, have you seen his viral video? H- have you seen the viral video from Reverend Al Sharpton dancing all over the place? We got a great no. show. Yeah. Oh, you got to see this. Down open in Harlem. Yeah, he can dance. <laughs> he can dance. He can dance. All right, all that's coming up <laughs> and really coming up. Steve Harvey live from Botswana at 32 after the hour when we come back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning everybody. <laughs>
4: Good morning.
2: Good morning.
4: <laughs> Steve. Good morning. What's up, man?
6: Now listen to me. I'm calling in from Botswana.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday
6: yesterday I started on my African journey. I was in Ghana. And I was broadcasting from Ghana yesterday. But right. today, mm-hmm. I'm in Botswana. All right. So, here we go. So, right now, it's around noon here. little afternoon in Africa, in Botswana.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
6: Okay. So, if you're on the East Coast, I know it's 6. If you're on the West Coast, it's 6. Don't worry about it. It's 6-something. It's 12-ish. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Ooh, so, mad. I've been on... And already, because I had to get my day started early, uh, I went in and I toured uh, Botswana TV stations. Really? I toured Botswana radio stations. And uh, I'm about to go and meet with the head of tourism. The reason I'm telling you this, and I don't know how this meeting is going to go, I have some ideas and agenda of what we'll be talking about. But one of the great things is, I'm over here and was invited over here by the president to come over here to discuss bridging the gap between
4: African-Americans and Africans. Wait a minute. Because Wait, say that That's again? Ho- hold me. on, Steve. What yeah. is major. You're doing what? I'm over here uh-huh. as a person that they
6: invited to help bridge the gap between African-Americans and Africans. Because we are the same people. See, what what they try to get across to everybody, if you're from Jamaica, you're African. Mm-hmm. If you're from Haiti, you're African. If you're from St. Thomas, you're African. If you're from Cleveland, you're African. If you're from Georgia, you're African. You mm-hmm. was born in L.A., you African. You have to understand the connection. And they don't want uh, any longer to be considered two different people. Mm-hmm. And just as we fought to be called African-Americans, they are over here just Africans, but they love us so much. They want the tie to be strong. And it started with the president of Ghana when he started the initiative, the 400-year return, everybody returning back to Africa, after to, you know, to uh, celebrate, well, not to celebrate, but to, you know, so, so, you know, the 400 years to commemorate when the first slaves left the continent. And mm-hmm. the mission of that whole initiative is to bring about such an awareness so that this never, ever, ever happens again. The atrocities that were perpetrated mm-hmm. against us, mm-hmm. it, for me to walk into those slave castles and those dungeons, and see what they did to us. Mm-hmm. What they did to us was unthinkable. I've never seen wow. evilness perpetrated against the people like that before, mm-hmm. not at this level, and for this length of time. This went on for 400 years. Mm-hmm. Look, there were a lot of atrocities in this world, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, the one that was perpetrated against Africans lasted for 400 years. And so this can never, ever happen again. So what they want is the connection to be more genuine, more real, Mm -hmm. more permanent. They want to get people to come back and see where they're from, to feel where you're from, to come back home. This is your land, and they want you to identify with this land. So I'm over here, the tourism board I'll be meeting with. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a meeting with the president. I've already toured the TV and the radio studios, and so now I'm gonna go into this meeting and I'm gonna let you all know what we're doing over here and how we can start the initiative. But it's just been enlightening, it's powerful, it's incredible to be so many to see so many people like ourselves in power, powerful positions. It's 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 just a great thing, man. It's really emotional. I'm, oh. I'm really excited about being here. Hey Steve, okay, hold
4: on, have, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, hold okay. on.
6: Do they know
3: anything about me yet? Have you told them about Tommy?
5: All of that have he I, just what? said. And he hey, just that's all
3: you got. Have I told who about Tommy? <laughs> yeah. The people in Africa, like prank call. do they know anything about <laughs> me? Hey, Tommy. Tommy. Huh? Have you been listening to anything I said? Yeah, you did. I mean, you sound like we finna move over there, and that's cool, but I want them to know who I am before I
6: get over there. Hey, dog, this ain't about just you. I'm talking to a whole nation of people. I there's a whole continent, continent over here. Yeah. Right, but do the
3: continent know your nephew? <laughs> I, I'm,
5: he hasn't heard I, anything you I, said, obviously. Wasted so. all your time. Yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah,
4: he did. Yeah, he yeah. did. If so he listen to anything I said. I don't think so. I don't think I so.
3: I heard everything. You, I'm listening to you. <laughs> but you didn't but say anything me. about me and them.
5: But, Tommy, wow. Steve okay. is hey, on the move right now. He is going from place to place right now. Right, and
3: if you're finna go into a meeting, then you need to bring me up when you in the meeting.
5: Steve, mm. i right? gotta, all right, well,
4: I got to so ask true. you something when we come back. Uh, <laughs> that nephew of yours. Uh, <laughs> we're we're coming back. Uh, Steve's in Africa. He's in Botswana, ladies and gentlemen. All right, wow, how exciting is this? All right, nephew. Run that prank back. You got a prank for us coming up right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up next, the nephew is going to run that prank back. But don't forget, Steve Harvey is standing by all morning live from Botswana, Africa. You heard me, Botswana, Africa, the motherland. We'll talk to Steve Harvey and uh, we'll also do some entertainment news. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is married now, broke a lot of hearts with that. And the viral video that's taken the nation by storm, Reverend Al Sharpton dancing as he celebrates Harlem Week. That's gone viral. Uh, but the nephew, what do you have for us today as you run that prank back?
3: I have tow truck driver. Tow truck driver.
5: Why are you Sounds saying like pretty... you always say?
3: Tow truck driver. <laughs> uh, oh, I can do it. You know, with the tow truck driver.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: All
3: right, let's run a cat dog. Tow truck driver.
4: And tow is T O W, not T O E.
3: No, it's T O. Ain't it the tow? <laughs> Ain't nobody
5: towing nobody big toe. Okay,
3: Damn. what is wrong with you? T O E or T O W? You know what I'm talking about when I put that <laughs> truck right behind it, don't you? Ain't nobody said tow foot drive. It's tow truck drive. <laughs> y'all so
6: proper. Tow truck drive. Come on, kid. Candyman. He just blew out the whole electrical system in the. Whole... Hello. 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to find Candy. Is, who is this? Uh, this is Candyman. Okay, you you are you the guy with the tow truck? You you the tow truck driver? Yeah, that's me. Okay, f- trucking. Okay, hey man, you jump started my girl's car three days ago and blew the whole f- electrical system out, man. I did. Hold on, hold on. Let me get back to my truck. You, you said, said I did what now? You do jump people's vehicles when they when they got a stalled vehicle, don't you? Right, that's what I do. I I jump vehicles. Yes. Okay. So you actually did my my girl's car about three days ago, man. You jump-started her car. But now when you you over-jumped it is what you did, okay? You done blew out the whole electrical system in the whole car, the dashboard. Everything is just completely out. And they're talking about this going to be about $1,500 to get this thing. I'm sorry, now, what was this now? (laughs) My name Kenneth, man, but you you Kenneth. my girl Sheila man, you jump started you over jumped her car. Well just wait wait a minute, Kenneth. There's no such thing as overjumping uh, over a car. You can't over jump a car, man. Man, let me tell you a cousin. Now whoever told you that, that's just now that's just dumb. Hey, let me tell you something, man. You over jumped my girl's car. Okay, and you blew out you the entire... You can't a car. Well, you mean you... That's what you did, man. You done blew out the entire electrical system. The entire dashboard is completely dead. The people at the dealership saying it's going to take $1,500 to get this thing back up and running. Well, you may want to take it somewhere else because they're trying to rip you off. There's no such... There ain't no such thing as over jumping a car and blowing... And if she drove off that day, then... She should be fine. I've jumped plenty of cars. I jump cars all day long. People always need to jump. I, one, I've never over-jumped a car you blown out of jumped, the electrical hey, system. Look, you over-jumped this car, okay? And that's the reason why it's completely shut down. All, all the fuses are blown out. Everything is completely dead. You over-jumped the car. Now, this is $1,500, and the reason why I'm calling you is you should be the person paying for this. Oh, uh, no, no, hell no, no. Now, that's sure ain't gonna happen. I'm not gonna pay for something I didn't do. You did, you did it. You the one overjumped it, man. You overjumped the d- car. I don't overjump cars. Now, that, now wait a minute. Now, wait just one d- minute, man. Now, I'm not gonna argue with you. I jump cars all the d- time. And you mean to tell me I overjumped your, you? You're a d***ing no, 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 you, you, you know what? You're gonna get your ass d- if I don't get this $1,500. I'm sorry. You said what, nurse? You're gonna get your d- Whoop! If I don't get this fifteen hundred dollars to take care of this whole car and the whole electrical system, well, I tell you what, I'm over here on Martin Luther King right now. Now you talking about whooping somebody? You bring it on over here. Now I don't overjump no cars and I don't owe you no money. You stuff. owe me fifteen hundred dollars. You country son of a. You owe me. I don't owe you, shit, you son. Let me tell you something. You'll be in for a long. I will take this tow truck and ram it straight up your ass, and I'm not playing with you. Now, I don't, I d- well don't talk to people like this, and I sure as hell don't appreciate it when someone talks to me like that, Ugh, whooping my ass. You got it, hey, man. I, I, You know what? You're going to mess around and get your little tow truck towed off some d- that's what's going on. You what, and you're going to get you your what. whoop in the mix of all of this, man. Let me tell you something. I need this $1,500 today or tomorrow so I can get my girl coffee. Well, I don't owe you where the f- did I jump this car off at because that's exactly where I'll meet you at. You, you jumped my girl car off at her job. She was downtown at her job. What street? Because I'm down there a lot. I don't know what street it is, but she she worked downtown. So, you, so that's the your problem. You're such a dumb She don't even know what Treat it to them. And you know, no, I don't owe you $1,500. You are crazy as you don't hell. I me promise this 1, you 1, I'm going to get this 1500 out your. Now, you're going to make a decision on which one you want to do. If you're going to bring me the 1500 today or tomorrow, or I'm going to have your whooped. You got your 5 o'clock tomorrow evening. Son, you ain't got to wait on tomorrow. I made my decision right now. I ain't going to happen. I ain't ever going to happen. I don't owe you. And if you can get it out of my. Son, you can have it, but I bet you this much. You better pack a c- lunch. It's going to be a long c- night for you, buddy. I, I don't care how long it's going to be. You're going to get a $1,500 c- whooping. That's what you're going to get. Candy or candy man. You're going to pay this $1,500. You can call me what you want to call me, son, but I tell you this. After I whoop your, c- you'll call me something else, you country. C- Listen, son, I've got to go. i got work to do. I've got somebody outside right, waiting on me right now to hook up their. C- Car. I ain't got time to be arguing with you, son, all right? Now, if you really want to find me, you really want to find Candyman, everybody out there knows how to find me. You understand me? So if you really want that $1,500, son, you come and get it. But I ain't got time to be sitting here arguing with you all day. I got work to do. I got to get back out of this truck. I got one more thing I need to tell you, and I want you to put this in your mind good and strong. Are you well, listening? I'm listening to you, son, long as you ain't going to say about me giving you $1,500. I'll tell you what. I want to tell you this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by another record driver named... You know what? That son of a... (laughs) a (laughs) That that son of a... (laughs) a You know what? (laughs) You're listening to this. Because I... I I owe
3: you a $1,500 son. Come on, now. Get a prank or something. <laughs> get the prank or something. too much, the man. The king
4: of pranks. You the king. The prank of some. I got a, prank, a question baby.
3: for
5: you, uh, king uh-huh. of pranks. Did you just yeah. ask your uncle, because Steve is standing by in that. Africa, did you ask yeah. him if he could prank? you? So what did he say? He's going to let you know? Uh, he, it's, be you know, just, you know, act like he don't hear what I'm saying, you know, but
4: that's all right. He was hey. I
3: will prank a king, king in Africa. It will happen.
4: <laughs> Steve okay. was embarrassed slash <laughs> hating a okay. little bit, wasn't he, nephew? And he will get uh-huh. over it, Shirley. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He uh-huh. will. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. I heard it in his voice. I'm a king too. All right, I uh, uh no country. We'll talk more with Steve Hell live no. from Botswana Africa. Also coming up at the top of the hour entertainment and national news right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve Harvey is live from Botswana, Africa. Uh, We're going to talk to him in just a few. He's doing big things over there, trying to bring people together, which is what he does, really. We'll talk to him. Hang on, Steve. Uh, First, we have to tell you that we have a brand-new family member, and what a day for this, right, from Atlantic City. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is big, too, right here, 96.1 WTTH. South Jersey's new home for what? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. That's Whee! right. South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the family. Welcome South to Jersey? the family. Atlantic City. Yeah. What's up, yeah. Atlantic City? Uh-huh. I've been there yeah. once. That's nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's thank you. I thank wanna, you I for joining been. us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been, yeah, there. been there, too. Yeah, I have, too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. So, we the love board, you. All. Join the family. <laughs> we appreciate you and thank you. All right, let's get to it. In today's entertainment news, The Rock got married. That's right. Dwayne Johnson, the mega movie star in all of his fineness. Is now off the market, ladies. <laughs> Why you just can't say The Rock got married?
5: You ain't got to throw fire in there. Because like me and Tommy ain't fine. The, the ladies guess know what I'm
4: talking about. This this <laughs> has nothing to do with you, Junior. Nothing.
5: I cannot believe she gonna tell okay.
4: <laughs> Anyway, he finally exchanged vows. The Rock did with his longtime girlfriend Lauren Hashain, uh in Hawaii. The two have been together since 2007 and have two young daughters. Uh, the Rock also has an 18-year-old daughter with his ex-wife. And um, wow, Tommy, I'm going to ask you this since since you're married on the show. Any marital advice for The Rock?
5: <laughs> uh, Girl. <hell> yeah. <laughs> I tried to do it with a straight face. <laughs> uh,
4: well, you know,
3: you know, hey, hey. I can oh, handle God. it. You know, I'm ready to love. I'm always ready to love. <laughs> you know. Uh, I like I the way handle.
4: you I like that segue right there. You see yeah. that transition uh-huh. right there? I like it. I like you know, it.
3: What The Rock has to do, The Rock has to make sure that he puts a lot of effort in making sure that his beautiful lovely wife is happy. You want to come home, you want to do some things for her, you want to take the load off of her sometimes. But you know what? You are a millionaire though, Rock. She shouldn't have a load on her hands. But make sure that you are present in her life and giving her everything, giving her all her flowers right now. That's what The Rock needs. Hey.
5: And who is you? Who, who, who is this? Who is this? Yeah. Excuse me. That's Can, Tom. can you that's, bring Tommy that's Thomas
3: back? Miles? Oh, that's, that's Thomas Thomas. Thomas. I'm shocked. I'm yeah. not shocked.
5: No, because it, it made sense. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, I know, come come home sometime, even though you got the money for a chef and all that. Uh-huh. You know, come home and throw that throw that apron on, rock, and cook for your beautiful lady, your bride, man. You. Do that sometime.
4: This boy got a fever. You know? Okay. I, I got to ask because it's you. When mm-hmm. you put the apron on, what do yeah. you have underneath it? I, I'm just, nothing. Okay. See, it's Tommy. <laughs> Don't be fooled. Well, uh, Don't it's, let it's, the smooth taste fool you. It's, it's Tommy nothing. hiding inside of
3: Thomas. But but listen, they just got married. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you, wanna, you, wanna, you, wanna, you, you want that. Are, there, are the kids in the house? Uh, Well, they're yeah, two they young, young daughters. daughters, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. How old are the babies? They're babies. We don't They're know. little. Yeah. they babies. <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out how to put the apron on, Carla. If we're going to have it. You
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that advice. All right. Finally, listen, Reverend Al Sharpton was dancing in the streets of Harlem for Harlem Week. Uh, nice. Oh, it was yeah. so cute. It, it I was, loved it. It was adorable. Yeah. It really was cute, Rev. Yeah. I, he had moved like that. Yeah. Huh? He ain't always yeah. been a deacon of the cloak. <laughs> okay. <though. laughs> He's always been a man of the cloak. Also, we got to give a huge shout out to our home station up there in New York 107.5 WBLS celebrating the history, the culture, and the brilliance of all that is Harlem. All right, so as we've been mentioning all morning, Steve is live from Botswana, Africa. Uh, he's calling in to tell us what he's doing over there. It's big. Just know that it is big, okay? You're going to want st- to stick around and hear what he has to say live from Botswana, Africa. Uh, before we get to Steve, we're going to go to uh, Miss Ann.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, our very
1: own Miss Ann Tripp.
7: Okay, wow, that's a nice introduction from far, far away. Good morning, everybody. This is Andrew of the news. It took five years, talking about far away, but New York City Police Commissioner James O'Neill has fired Daniel Pantaleo. That's the cop involved in the chokehold death of Eric Garner. Mr. Garner was being arrested by several white officers for merely allegedly selling Lucy's or single cigarettes outside of a convenience store. His last words, I can't breathe, he said 11 times, became a rallying cry of the Black Lives Movement. And despite a video of the incident, and most recently a ruling by the NYPD departmental trial judge that stated Pantaleo was untruthful and should be bounced, the commissioner made it clear that he still made his decision reluctantly. An officer's choices and actions, even made under extreme pressure, matter. It is unlikely that Mr. Garner thought he was in such poor health that a brief struggle with the police would cause his death. He should have decided against resisting arrest, but a man with a family lost his life, and that is an irreversible tragedy. And a hardworking police officer with a family, a man who took this job to do good, to make a difference in his home community, has now lost his chosen career. The unintended consequence of Mr. Garner's death must have a consequence of its own. Therefore, I agree with the Deputy Commissioner of Trials, legal findings, and recommendations. It is clear that Daniel Pantaleo can no longer effectively serve as a New York City police officer. And he loses his pension. No real surprise. Rank and file cops not happy. In fact, Union President Patrick Lynch accuses the commissioner of putting politics over his officers, a police union vowing to appeal under New York City's civil service laws. The Garner family says they want all the officers involved to face charges. They're demanding to see the minutes from the Staten Island grand jury proceedings in Pantaleo's criminal case to see if any of the other cops involved lied under oath. Reverend Al Sharpton's says that the community plans to lobby Albany lawmakers also to formally outlaw the chokehold. The governor
8: said
3: Pantaleo should be fired. Well, if he should have been fired for
7: chokehold, let's make a state law about chokehold, the Eric Garner law. Eric Garner's mother, Gwen Carr, says that Pantaleo may have lost his job, but she lost her son. Meanwhile, the white man in Florida is being tried for manslaughter for shooting a young black man to death because the black man's girlfriend parked in a handicapped parking space outside of a convenience store uh, with their kids inside the car. He went in to make a quick purchase and came out and confronted the guy because he was screaming at his girlfriend to get him away. The white man shot him to death and claimed he was standing his ground. He was indicted, though, on manslaughter. Today, by the way, is National Orangutan Day. I think... That's a chimp. (laughs) Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning. That was
2: the Steve over there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: I'm so excited. This is really exciting. Steve Harvey, our fearless leader, is on the phone with us live from Botswana, Africa. Whoa! (laughs) That that is major right there. Uh, (laughs) But but the reason you're on this trip, Steve, you were telling us earlier, is because you're meeting with the officials there uh, to help bridge the gap between Africans there and African-Americans here. Correct?
6: Right. Because, you know, uh, tourism is big over
0: here.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, the gaming lodges are huge over here in Botswana, and it's just it just troubles them that they don't see African Americans coming to to partake in this and understand more about their culture and see the land that they're originally from. And so that's one of the initiatives, and I was asked to come over here to look at that along with uh, look at some of their other things that they're doing over here with uh, Botswana television and with uh, events and with uh, Botswana radio and things like that, if anything I could lend to them or advise them on. But a lot of it's with the tourism board. A lot of it is looking at their auditoriums and facilities. You know, they're just looking for ways to really grow this country and make it, uh, you know, just a known commodity. And they really just want African-Americans to understand more about who they are. You know, it's, it's like 52 countries over here, 52, 54 countries over here. On the, it's, it's 52 countries on the continent. It's massive, man, yeah. to really understand what's happening here. You mm-hmm. look at America. We're talking about 35 million African-Americans in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 35 million. In Nigeria, is 200 million Africans. Woo! Wow. woo.
4: I gotta know this. It's ridiculous
6: for us not to know more mm-hmm. about ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Steve,
4: let me stop you right there. I gotta ask you, why you? How did they... I mean, I know we, jo- we joke a lot about you being international, but how did they find you and why you to do this? This is greatness, but why you? Well...
6: I received an award in uh, Dubai um, earlier this year, mm-hmm. like in March or something like that. And I received this global award. It's called the Lynx Award. Uh-huh. And they gave this Lynx Award out to the most globally recognized person in television and media. And I was voted that person. Look, I'm on radio, I'm on TV, I've got social media presence. And, you know, for a guy my age to have a social media presence that I got is, is like, huge,
0: you
4: know. All right, Steve, hold that thought. I hate to interrupt you because this is good. But we'll talk about this more at 34 After. I will take a short break and be right back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Steve's in Africa. He's
4: in Botswana, ladies and gentlemen. What were you saying about that? Uh, over
6: here, over in Dubai. When I received the award, uh, I met some people uh, from Africa and they started saying, we have been wanting to find a way to reach you. And so we came over here to meet you and they met. And then the next thing you know, uh, some things happened. Uh, I get introduced uh, through some business associates of mine and I meet the president and I loved him. Uh, his, His name is President McKenzie. And I met him and we talked, and one thing led to another. And next thing I knew, I started getting some more phone calls. And then I got this invite. I told them I was on vacation, it was empty. And they said, Well, before you go home, could you come here? And then I was invited to go to the, uh, to commemorate the uh, 400 years of us leaving our homeland. And I stopped in Ghana. Uh, and, and went to the slave castles, which I'm going to talk about this at a later date, but it's one of the most emotional things I've ever done. But I'll cover that wow. at another time mm-hmm. when, when, I, when I get back on the air. And uh, I got invited there, and I went there, and I met the president of Ghana last night when I was going to get on the plane. The president of Ghana said, I heard he's in my uh-huh. country. I want to meet him. So me and uh, my wife and three of my kids went Met the president. I got on the plane, came to Botswana, and I started the morning off this way. So, and that—that's that's, that's really how it started.
5: You friends. So you've been at meetings and stuff all day. Press all day. I'd have missed that. Right. And doing what? initiatives and all of this. Excuse me, Steve. What? Yeah. Are we trying to figure out what <laughs> in the world is your nephew over here talking about. Are you listening? I'm to saying your I missed
3: I Man, you're doing a great thing, but if I'd have gave you a case of these prank CDs, you could have passed them out to all them kings over there. Everybody could have <laughs> been. The
5: kings. Kings ain't got I mean, time to listen to prank phone phone calls. And,
3: and I mean, if we're gonna have this connection and this bridge we're doing, uh-huh, I got uh-huh. to prank somebody over there.
4: <laughs> you really you feel that you have wow. to? I feel like I should prank a king at least. Please get your nephew, Steve. I'm embarrassed. You know what? I'm I'm pretty
6: sure this ain't what they had in mind. <laughs> hmm I think mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, but what So what are you what about I to I do right do. now?
5: What are you about to do right now, Steve? It's like 1 o'clock
6: or what? What, about 1.30 over there? Well, what are you about I'm, to do now? I'm, now I'm going in uh, after I did the tour this morning, and I started uh-huh. meet some of the top-level people. So now I'm going in to meet with the uh, ambassador of tourism, and Uh. when I come out of there, I'll give you all a call back, okay? and I'll let you know what's going on, but I'll probably be in there for an hour or so, but let me get back to y'all, and I'll give you a report what I'm doing, and we got some exciting stuff, and I think it's just going to be some great stuff uh, for us. Because you know, I'm always thinking about my radio audience, man, and what
0: yeah.
6: what this could mean to you in terms of awareness and travel and things like that. And then, speaking of travel, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back. I gotta mention Sand and Soul because I gotta get you all to know what we've done, mm-hmm. how we did it, how it's turned out. I got video footage. I got everything because you know we had to leave the DR. So when I
0: mm-hmm. let
6: me do this. Let me go and see what time I got to go back in, and I might be able to join you on the next break. And let me bring you up to speed, and then I'm gonna come back and I'll tell you what I did with the ambassador. All
4: right, Steve. Tell, uh, tell uh,
6: the
3: okay. king about the king of pranks. Tell the king <laughs> about the king of pranks. <laughs> king, <the>
4: king. <laughs> All right, Steve. Thank you. Uh, this Dude. is wonderful. Live from Botswana. All right, we'll we'll talk to you a little bit later uh, this morning. Uh, Find out what you need to know, and we'll get back. Wow, this is excellent. This is really good. Tommy, you need to be quiet. (laughs) All right, well, I mean, he's sort of telling the truth. He didn't lie. He is the king of pranks. We'll be back with the prank (laughs) phone call king uh, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, a special one. Uh, We're going to talk more with Steve, live from Botswana, Africa. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? There is weed
3: in the church van. What? I'm going to say that one more time. I said there is weed in the church van. Let's not run over that. Let's go back to that one more we time. We do need to Weed. go back over
0: it. <laughs> he just
4: like doing in that part of it. the church van. That's how he just uh-huh. want right. to Yeah. He just uh-huh.
3: want to say it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
5: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. One more time. Weed. Weed.
8: I hate him. Come on, cat dog. Let's go. Weed in the church van.
5: I hate you. Uh,
8: hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach
0: Dan. Brother, brother Dan, Dan.
8: Hello, hello. Let me cut the TV.
6: Now, you, I'm trying to read uh, Brother Dan, Brother Dan oh, oh, this is uh, Okay. Yeah, this is Brother Scott from the church from uh Belt the Baptist. Oh uh, hello brother Dan I call you. I'm 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 trying to get a little information about the church van. What what's your schedule? Uh uh you drive the church van. What's what's your schedule?
8: Uh, I drive it Wednesdays, uh Fridays and Sundays.
6: Okay, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Now, Sunday, what what is that schedule?
8: Oh, well, Sunday, I usually start about 8 o'clock in the morning, probably a little earlier depending on some of the elderly people that I have to go pick up and uh, bring to the church, make sure they get there okay and get situated and make sure they're on time for the service and whatnot.
6: Okay, and then you take them back home after yes. service is over?
8: Yes, I I try to get all of them back home unless they got family members or something that come up there and meet them up there and want to take them to dinner or something afterwards. But I usually get everybody back home.
6: Okay, okay. Now, this past Sunday, Mm -hmm. which is part of the reason why I'm calling you, uh, they're saying that um, some of the church uh, members that was on the band this Sunday, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
6: they are are complaining, saying that... um, that the church van was smelling like weed when they got on there. Excuse me? They say the church van was smelling like weed when they got on there, and you are the person that was oh, driving them. Oh, no,
8: no, 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 no not not, not the van that, that I'm driving. I'm, I don't, no, nah, I don't, I ain't smoke weed in no van. Uh,
6: do you smoke weed?
8: No, I don't smoke weed. I mean, not currently. I mean, I have before, but I don't smoke weed now. And I would smoke weed before picking some people up to go to no, no church now. What?
6: I, where where are you oh, getting pick- this from? Who told you this? Well, I, all I know is what what what's come down the pipeline is they saying that. That uh, a couple of the members came complaining now,
8: now, well, that, the, now, see, see, now see, this this just happened last week about this pipeline. I want to know who the pipeline is because just last week they came at me talking about that I, I I was using the van to go places that I wanted to go to on my personal time. Now I don't do that. I don't do stuff like that. Now I done had a past. I done had a history, but I don't do stuff like that, and I wouldn't smoking no
6: church fan.
8: So are you seriously talking? What 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 we trying to we
6: trying to get to the bottom of it? and see what's going on with you.
8: Well, which uh, elderly person said it? Do you know which one? I
6: don't they, know. They, they I, love
8: me. Every Sunday, them people tell me they love me. Uh, uh, they say I'm one of the most respectful young gentlemen they've ever met in their life. And so I, I really find it hard to believe that you, you you getting these type of complaints about me.
6: Okay, well, they, they, one, one of them says smell like, ooh-wee. I don't know what that means or nothing like that.
8: Look, brother I, I don't know you too well, and I know you don't know me, but I've been driving this van as as a point to try to change my life and where I come from. So this was was something that I wanted to volunteer, even though I'm getting paid, to give my time to do this for the church. And now this is like the second instance where y'all done came at me on some stuff about like I'm trying to do something with this van. Now, why would I disrespect the church van by smoking weed in it and then letting the weed stay in there so other people could smell it?
0: Okay, so let me
6: tell you what we're going to do. We're gonna go out here to the this church van today. We're gonna go out here today and open it up. Now, if we see any seeds or anything around the, the, the driver's seat, then 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 we're gonna, we're gonna definitely uh, have Lord, a finger pointing. You gonna
8: open the van up. Man, I was raised in that church, man. My mama go to that church. My grandma, she go to that church. See the reason we even all at that church. And you think I'm gonna mess up they d- name by driving around in a van full of elderly people, smoking some d- Weed? Then why do then why do it smell like weed, brother Dan? I don't know why the shut smell like weed, man. Now I don't I don't got the answers to these questions. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't
6: me.
0: Did you have some weed in your pocket and maybe it would just
6: smell it?
8: I ain't had no weed on me. Stop trying to say like I had weed on me. And you ain't going to give me nothing, I ain't had no no weed on me, okay? Now, you ain't going to mess up my name or my family's name in this church and disrespect us like this. Now, we've been helping this church for years, and I'm trying to tell you that I ain't riding around in no van smoking no weed with no elderly people. Did you ask any of the elderly people if they had any weed on them? Uh, uh,
6: uh, No, I didn't think about no elderly people having no weed. So you just assume it's me? What one of them got glaucoma or something? What, what, what? You know what? You know who I think, you know who I think the weed belong to? Who? Who? I think, I think the weed belong to nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what
0: the f***? <laughs> what the <heck>? <laughs> Man! <laughs> Damn, you just got pranked.
6: <laughs> oh, my God. You just got pranked. What is his name? His name is Brother, um, uh, <laughs> Brother, uh, yeah. Lawrence? Lawrence?
8: Lawrence? Oh, my God. <laughs> Larry, they call him
6: Larry, but oh. his name is Lawrence. Oh, <laughs> man.
8: Exactly. Man, tell Larry, tell Larry, he in trouble with me. I'ma hit him with the van. Oh man! man. <laughs>
0: hey, I
6: got one more thing. To, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the yes, baddest, sir? and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Oh,
8: man, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man. <laughs> yeah, <I got> <laughs> oh, man. man, go on, and rest, Man, go on and chill out the rest of the day. I'll try, man. I know I ain't going to smoke no weed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And we better not find any more weed in the church van, all right? (laughs) Sounds like you you got a hold to it, Pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Never me, never me, never me. August 30th and 31st, Labor Day weekend. Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. The nephew is there. Back by popular Demand, uh, two shows, Friday, two Saturday. There will be some blues, there will be some jazz, there will be supper, and there will be laughter. All right? All right. But that's <laughs> the blues and jazz.
4: Say amen.
3: Back, Back by popular man Everybody say amen. 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 Amen again. Amen. And amen one more time. Amen. 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 All right. And then we're going to move on later where we will be... Uh, <laughs> Visiting Greenville, North Carolina. Hmm? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm? Well, that
3: would be September the seventh in the Greenville Convention Center. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Anybody?
0: Yeah.
5: Is that a question?
4: Something. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't with know. It's you, Pastor.
3: <laughs> there would be comedy exploding in Greenville on September the seventh at the Greenville Convention Center. I want to thank you so kindly for those few moments. I want to preach today on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I
5: went too far. No, uh -uh. No, go, I want to hear this sermon. What what do you want to preach
3: on,
4: Pastor? Go ahead,
3: I want to hear it. Let's preach today on laughter is good for the soul. (laughs) One more
4: time, one more time.
3: That laughter (laughs) is good for the soul. Yes, it is. What school do you go to when you preach it, when you come out sounding like that? Where is that I don't know, what seminary school is that? I don't know. What school is that? I want to take the time right now. Yes, come on. To talk about the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We will we'll be talking to him again live from Bethesda. No, I'm sorry, not Bethesda.
4: Live from Botswana.
0: Botswana. Uh-huh.
2: That's right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve. Uh, live from Botswana. So exciting. You're <laughs> over there in the motherland. Uh, in case you're just joining us, uh, Steve is doing big things. I mean, big things, Steve. Why don't you tell us about it?
6: Well, you know, I'm over here as a part of an initiative uh, from the country of Botswana to bring about awareness and bridge the gap between uh, Africans and African Americans because mm-hmm. they, as a part of the uh commemorative of the 400-year slave trade. They never want this to happen again. That's the main focus. This can never, ever happen again. So one of the main things they want to do is bring a closeness between us and them, which is really just us. I like it. We want to mm-hmm. stop saying us and them. Mm-hmm. It's us. They 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 made me really understand something. If you're Jamaican, you're asking yeah. If you mm-hmm. Haitian, you African. Right. I'm telling you, if you're Brazil, you're African. hmm wow. Where do you think that come from? And so all of us in the United States are Africans. That's why we fought so hard to be called African-Americans so we can identify with our homeland. Other people get to go home to Italy and Croatia, and they get to go home to Scotland and Ireland and go back home to the U.K., and that's a beautiful thing. Well, okay. we should have that same beautiful thing. And so that's what they brought me over here to do. I'm going into some meetings uh, later on today. Uh-huh. I'll keep you abreast as to what I'm doing. And it's just going to be really positive for us,
0: man. And All I just right. wanted to I,
6: I call in to... and just let y'all know that.
4: I, I hate to cut you off, Steve, but in America, we still have to do the strawberry letter. So, uh... <laughs> we
0: still got food. Okay, yeah, well, we... hold up
6: here. Hold up. Hold up. Check what, this out. What, Check this what. out. Since I'm, I, since I'm back at work, this is what I want y'all to do. Okay. I want you all to play, and you know what it is? I ain't even got to set it up. Play one of them. I have about 300, yes. but play one of my favorite strawberry lettuce just for me. <laughs> we, oh, got we got you. We got you. Yeah.
4: Uh huh. <laughs> All right, so uh, listen, if you need some advice and relationships on dating, work, sex, parenting and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter. We ready, Steve? We ready. All right, let's get at it.
1: Buckle up. She Hold ran.
4: on tight.
3: <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. It's a strawberry letter.
4: Subject: Thanks for having a child for my man. Dear Stephen Shirley, let's just get right to it. Here's my dilemma. I'm a 38-year-old woman, and I've never wanted to have children. Five years ago, I was in a great relationship, and we were talking about getting married, but he wanted children, and I did not. So we mutually decided to end our relationship. We could not deny that we were still in love with each other. So two years after we broke up, we reconnected and have been seeing each other off and on since then. While we've been spending time together, he started a relationship with a new woman and they had a child together and he couldn't be happier. He has told me that he wants to marry the woman so that his child will have the kind of upbringing he had with both parents present. I truly believe now that he has a son he wanted, he and I can get back together and get married. He tells me every day that he loves me. So why wouldn't he want to marry me instead of her? If I were an evil woman, I could end it all between him and this woman by telling her that I've been with him this entire time they've been together. I have lots of damaging proof that would definitely break them up. Even though I did not want to have children, I can help him raise his son. What do you think I should do? Don't I deserve to be happy too? Well, yeah, everyone deserves to be happy, but not this way, okay? I I just got to tell you that uh, it looks like you're done. I mean, you're just the side piece in in this relationship. He has moved on from you. Uh, to the woman he wants to marry. And guess what? That woman is not you. He said he wanted to marry that woman and not you. You you don't want to have children. He only has one child. How do you know he doesn't want to have more children? You didn't mention that in the letter, did you? You think he's one and done. Ooh, really well, he,
1: smart, Shirley. Really smart. I didn't see that. Well, Great he, point.
4: He may not. Well, you know, He may want to have another one. And and, and you, you still don't want children. So there is no future in in this relationship with him. Well, What you have with him is as good as it's going to get with, again, you being the jump off. That's it. He told you he wanted to marry this new woman. He didn't or hasn't told you that he wanted to marry you lately, has he? So I suggest you ask, you know, don't you deserve to be happy? What do you think you should do? Well, you you need to get out of this situation because he wants to marry someone else and have you on the side, which is exactly what he's doing. Steve?
1: Well, when we come back, I'm going to break it down a little bit further. I would really admire the point that you made, though. This guy may want to have other children. Oh, yeah. She doesn't see this. But when I come back, though, Mm I'm going to tell you what's really wrong with this whole damn thing. Bring it. Bring
4: it. i with you. (laughs) All right. We'll have part two of Steve's response uh, coming up. Yeah.
1: I'm going to let him have it, too. Now, don't, Mm -hmm. don't nobody be tight. Okay. <laughs> you know,
0: all right.
1: Okay. Because I see, you know, this, you know, thanks for having a child for my man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: thanks
1: for my child. Ch-
4: not your man. Exactly, no. Steve. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. you don't see that. Mm-mm. All right. Well, uh, again, Steve, you're going to bring it with part two of your response coming up today's subject. Thanks for having a child for my man. We'll be back right after
2: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Thanks for having a child from my man. Well,
1: I don't have to recap it because I didn't respond to it, but I just don't. Uh, this woman had a relationship with this guy. She's 30 years old. She never wanted to have children. Five years ago, she was in a great relationship, talking about getting married, but he wanted kids. She didn't. So y'all decided to end the relationship but you still loved each other. So two years later, after y'all broke up, y'all reconnected and started seeing each other off and on since then. Well, while we've been spending time together, he started a relationship. See, while we were spending time together, he started a relationship with a new woman. That's not true. See, this is the first big lie in the letter. She thinks that for two years, this dude was sitting somewhere sad and upset that they had broke up and mm -hmm. wasn't involved with nobody. Mm -hmm. So she writes in the letter, because this is a self-serving woman, Mm -hmm. while we were spending time together, he started a relationship with a new woman. No. He was in a relationship with the new woman. Then y'all started spending time together. Mm -hmm. They had a child together, and he couldn't be happier. (laughs) He told me he wants to marry this woman so this child can have the kind of upbringing he had with both parents present. Now, she believes that since she's got a son, he wanted to be able to get back together and get married. He tells me every day he loves me. Why wouldn't he want to be with me? If I were an evil woman, I could end this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Even though I do not want to have children, I can help him raise his son. What do you think I should do? I deserve to be happy too. You will never be happy destroying someone else's. Let's just start there. You're the most self-serving person I've heard from in a long time. You are a What's the word? Is narcissist?
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Is that the word? Narcissist. Uh-huh.
1: You're just like the president. Mm. It's all mm. about, about you. you. See, so now you didn't want to have children, but you think since he has a child, you can help him raise his son. You don't even want no damn kids. Right. So what's going to make you the great mother all of a sudden? You still don't want kids, but now you think you're going to turn into the supermom over the woman who had the baby. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're very self-serving. You didn't want children, so you didn't want children, so you broke up. You couldn't say, you know what? We love each other enough, we should share a child. No, it's always about you. I don't want to have no kids, so we break up. Two years later, y'all reconnect. Now here in a relationship, you can believe that. Ain't no man sitting on the sideline two years trying to get over no damn body. We get over women with women.
0: Hello. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, nah, you say got to again.
1: say that again man. right there now.
0: Oh, we over... heard
4: him the first <laughs> <No>,
0: time. <can't again. laughs>
1: yeah. Go Whatever. ahead say it, Steve. We it. get over women with women. Yeah. Come Money on, Somebody sitting up in the house sucking their thumb because you gone. We'll do that for a little while, but we're going to take this thumb sucking and turn it into something. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he wants the family. <laughs> he, She said. He wants to marry this girl who had the baby because he wants the baby to have the same family he had growing up, both parents present. You don't give a damn about that. You want that to split up. Damn the baby. Again, you show exactly why you don't need children because you want to take this opportunity for this child to have a family structure that this one man wants to create with this woman because you want to just be So you won't break that up. So you can help raise a child that you don't even want you don't even want kids but so you could be happy you want to break it up now you say you could break them up because you got some evidence pictures texts all this here yeah you could do that you could break them up but let me ask you a question you don't think that he'll remember that you don't think that when y'all sitting around having a couple of arguments You don't Hmm. think that when y'all sitting up trying to make these bills work, you don't think when real life kick in, when the honeymoon section is over, you don't think he going to remember the fact that you sent some pictures that destroyed what he really wanted to have. Now he over there with you with a baby that you don't want. You do not want children. Mm -hmm. If you don't want your own children, how the hell? Hmm. you supposed to want somebody else's. I'm just asking. Thank you. So one more time, you are the most self-serving woman. And like Shirley said, suppose this man want to have another child. Mm. You ain't it again. Mm-mm. You're out. Then you you deserve to be happy too. Well, go find you a man that don't want no kids. It's a bunch of them. But go back to chapter 2, verse 18. We get over women. We get women. over women with other women. man. We don't how, we don't start, we do go to therapy. No. We don't go up in the mountains to find ourselves. No. <laughs> we get another one of y'all who can do the same thing y'all do. Mm-hmm. Make me feel like you do. And we go to getting over it just like that. Man. We ain't got to soak in no tub, drink no wine, get no
4: good book, go on a girl's no trip. Parties. No parties. While we go to Vegas and fix this. Hey, don't discount the soaking in the tub <laughs> yeah. and all of that now. That's good stuff right well, there. Totally yeah. discounted <laughs> for a man. If, you, if your man need to soak in a tub if, to if find himself, man, No, we soaking just, with somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crying in our wine and all that, that's yeah. all no good. <laughs> My yeah. partner. You partner. My Soaking. <laughs> <because laughs> he,
5: he just broke up with somebody. With yeah. candles. <laughs> with
4: candles. <laughs> I, get your butt dog, out
5: this tub, man. Is that your toes coming out of baby bubble? Hey, man,
3: I'm trying to get over some man. Leave me alone,
1: man. Read and act like a lady, think like a man. Get your ass <laughs> off this tub.
5: Man,
0: I'm going to do
4: something, man. Leave me alone, man. Well, dog,
1: dog, we're on the way to Vegas. We can help you get over it.
4: Go to Steve Harvey FM or check out the Strawberry Letter on podcast, oh. uh, uh, on the podcast on demand, okay? Coming up at 46 after the hour, Steve's back in case you haven't
2: noticed. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Show.
4: all right ladies and gentlemen we've been talking with steve harvey live from botswana africa all morning he's over there like we've been saying all morning doing big things trying to b- bridge the gap between african americans and africans over there so we can just be one big family <laughs> instead of them and us but steve you also have something else going on tell us about it please sir Your well self. here's a
6: deal because of uh... While you all were doing that favor for me, I I was brought into a conversation with a gentleman over here, and it's it's just growing, man. It's really, really growing. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say it at this point, but I'm I'm just going to say this. What's transpiring over here in Botswana right now, Mm -hmm. uh, they have some leadership over here, man, that's really progressively thinking about really, really moving this country forward, and it's a beautiful thing to see. It's not what you think it is. They have five-star hotels over here. They have they have neighborhoods. They have gated communities. Uh, one of the places they wanted me to see is a golf course. This golf course gated community is uh, one of several. And the whole country is only two and a half million people. The whole country, but boy, it's fast and it's beautiful and you gotta come see it and so that leads me up to say this right here now listen i'm gonna give you this website y'all because i got to go but listen to this real close steve harvey sand and we heard you loud and clear i know y'all didn't think we was going crazy like we was gonna stick to it, just go to the dr anyway look we we care about your safety your welfare as people we pulled out you know, we bit the bullet and we started looking for a great alternative and we found something that's even better. So go to Steve Harvey, Sand and dot com and listen to me. The Sand and Soul Festival this year is going to be out of sight. we it is to Mexico. We're going to the all inclusive Moon Palace Resort. we got a new location for it. But I'm telling you right now, it's actually going to be better. Now, I want you all to come and celebrate. I would not take you to nothing that ain't right. It's Marjorie's birthday on the second day of the event. Her birthday is on the second day of the event. My wife is coming. This got to be baller. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I ain't going to say this no more. (laughs) This is her big birthday. My girl turns 55. If I take her on her 55th birthday... I take her to something that ain't right. You think I want to hear that? uh uh-uh. um So I sent my daughter Morgan down there, her husband, and they throw these events, and they came back, and they said, Dad, it's out of sight. You don't have to take my word. Go and look at the video footage of of, of this resort, man. Just go and look at the all-inclusive Moon Palace Resort in Cancun. Go to com. It's all on there. This is going to be the
4: best Stand and Soul yet. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: In trending political news, there is a petition to rename. Dang, I sound a little bit like Tommy right there. There is a petition. Uh, Come on, master. I know, right? There's a petition to rename the street outside Trump Trump Tower to President Barack Obama Avenue. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. Stop like right that. there. Where we signed up at. <laughs> Stop right okay. there. Uh, the online petition posted on moveon.org has over 399,000. That's almost 400,000 signatures, people. Wow. Uh, and it has become a trending topic on social media. The main goal is to have the stretch of Fifth Avenue between 56th and 57th Streets be renamed President Barack H. Obama Avenue. Thus making Trump's Midtown Manhattan office slash home, reside at 725 Barack H. Obama Avenue. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes.
3: The irony of his, it all. all. All your mail got that on it. That's what I'm talking
4: about. <laughs> hey, that, that would
5: drive him crazy.
4: Every time <laughs> you
5: walk out of your door. Yeah. Check your mail and everything. Barack Obama you all your mail.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, Donald, where would you like for us to meet you at? Uh, 725 Barack H. Obama Avenue.
5: We can't hear you. What'd you (sighs) say, sir? What's the address?
3: 725 Barack H. Obama Aven.
5: No. (laughs) That's the street? One more time on the street. What it's between what and what? What street now? (laughs) It's between
3: 56 and 57th. Uh-huh. It's
0: 725.
3: Barack H. Obama
0: Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, where it's at.
3: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> I well, love it. Can, can we mind. sign this
3: petition? I was is just it still going to say, we, move, on,
4: move on.org. Yeah, just go to moveon.org and place your name on the dotted line or the straight <laughs> line, whatever kind of line <laughs> it is. Put your name on it, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many. Signatures do they need on the petition to get it passed, to what do get we'll it through? This will
5: be six short. Man, it ain't need to be six less, We all signed <laughs> yes, it. Yes, we're <laughs>
4: signing it today.
5: All right? right. Whatever they need, I they like closer.
4: Yeah. Right. Well, all right. So we know
5: who's not signing I it. I know. <laughs>
4: yeah. In other related news, President Trump is sending a warning of an economic crash if he loses re-election. What? <laughs> is that a threat? Yeah, using that yeah. Fear tactic. That fear tactic. Yeah, it again. is. It is. Uh, arguing that even voters who personally dislike him should base their ballots on the nation's strong growth and low unemployment rate. But privately, Trump is growing increasingly worried uh, the economy won't look so good come Election Day. A lot of people are threatening a recession, saying that a
0: recession is
4: imminent. Yeah, the uh, financial... Financial markets signal the possibility of a U.S. recession last week. There are concerns over Trump's plans to impose punishing tariffs on goods from China and word from the United Kingdom and Germany that their economies are shrinking. Um, you guys hear, too, that the president is a little upset with Fox News because they put out a poll that said he's running behind his Democratic opponent. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I saw so, that So, yeah, he's upset. Yeah. Yeah, he says something's oh, going they, on they over they there. they finally yeah. telling the truth now. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah We're right, probably Tommy. telling the truth. But he said he was mad at everyone, but who's Sean Hannity? Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm.
5: yeah, something's going on over at Fox. Yeah, they're, they're doing something. Something's funny over there. Yeah, didn't he say something like we
4: have to get to the bottom yeah. of this? We yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. work for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, what is this we? Can't but just... it sound it kind of sounded like he did when he said that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it does. It's like, it does. What? You, does. What's happening, Mr. It's,
5: President? Yeah, I've never lost in a poll over there. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> the numbers is the numbers,
4: right? You can't predict the winner or the loser. Right. The poll yeah. is the poll. So is he mad at Fox News? Now the only people mm-hmm. that the, the, that the media outlet news? that he says supports him, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. It's coming to a close, yeah. sir. Yes, it's coming. To a close. That's what it is. Wow.
4: play yeah. nobody scared. I mean, Mm-mm. we have to do what we have to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up, more music, more fun. From the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What a day, right? We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour right after
2: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, so today we're celebrating a lot of things, guys. Check this out. Today is National Lemonade Day. Had some lemonade just yesterday with some fresh mint in it, it was delicious. Mm. Uh, today is National Bacon Lovers that's Day. Me. If you love that's your bacon, that's it's your me. day. Yeah, shout out to Mississippi Monica. Yes, 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 she loves her some bacon too. And guess what else, guys? Today is Mm. National Radio Day. come on, come on, come on. Okay. Happy day to us, everyone who is in radio, who loves radio as much as we do. Uh, Yeah, happy National Radio Day. Happy radio. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 So so Tommy and Junior, I got to ask you guys this. What do you guys love most about radio?
5: Go ahead, Junior, you go Okay, first. yeah, no. I love, I love coming in here and acting a fool every day. That's what I love it. Because it doesn't seem like yeah. a job, It right? don't seem less than like a job. And I don't have to dress up either. <laughs> can't see I mean, me. <laughs> <laughs> can see me. We can't on social media. Yeah. And TV, when FM, you post, baby,
4: yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, nephew? What do you love about radio
3: most? I like the amount of people that we reach across the country mm-hmm, and out mm-hmm, of the country mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. tune in and you... Mm-hmm. It's amazing when we go somewhere how many people really are tuned in throughout this entire United States of America and outside of it, too. People are listening. Obviously, because yeah. your
5: uncle is in Africa. Yeah. And yes. So, yes. You know, yeah, because of this greatness. Yeah, yep, it's working
4: out. Yeah. All right, uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and more of Steve coming up. We're going to go live uh, to Botswana to talk to our very own Steve Harvey, see what he's got going on over in the motherland. Uh, Coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: I'm so excited. This is really exciting. Steve Harvey, our fearless leader, is on the phone with us live from Botswana, Africa. Whoa! That that is major right there. Uh, But but the reason you're on this trip, Steve, you were telling us earlier, is because you're meeting with the officials there uh, to help bridge the gap between Africans there and African-Americans here, correct? Right. Because, you know... uh Tourism is big over here.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
6: the gaming lodges are huge over here in Botswana, and it's just it just troubles them that they don't see African Americans coming to to partake in this and understand more about their culture and see the land that they're originally from. And so that's one of the initiatives. And I was asked to come over here to look at that. Along with uh, look at some of their other things that they're doing over here with uh, Botswana television and with uh, events and with uh, Botswana radio and things like that, if anything I could lend to them or advise them on. But a lot of it's with the tourism board, a lot of it is looking at their auditoriums and facilities. You know, they're just looking for ways to really grow this country and make it. Uh, you know, just a known commodity. and They really just want African-Americans to understand more about who they are. You know, it's, it's like 52 countries over here, 52, 54 countries over here. On the, it's, it's 52 countries on the continent. It's massive, man, yeah. to really understand what's happening here. You mm-hmm. look at America, we're talking about 35 million African-Americans in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 35 million. In Nigeria, is 200 million Africans. Woo! Wow.
0: Woo. I gotta know this. It's
6: ridiculous for us not to know more mm-hmm. about ourselves.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Uh, Thank you, Steve, for that update. Uh, Wow, big things, big things going on over there in Botswana. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll come back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, here we are, guys, last break of the day on this Tuesday. Steve? You have some closing remarks for us, I know you do.
1: Yeah, you know, I wanna remind everybody of something, that God created us all for greatness. All of us were created in his likeness. All of us were created to be an example of what God can do in people's lives. We were all created for this. What happens along the way is we make decisions because God gave us the power of choice. We make decisions at people, as people, that counteract what God really intended for us. And one of the reasons we counteract what God intended for us is because the devil's main job, the opposition, is to not allow you to reach your potential. See, the devil don't ever want you to reach your potential because then he'll have another child of God out there spreading the word and showing off and being an example of what light can do and what love can do and what the power of prayer can do. So his job is to make each and every one of us fall by the wayside. That's his constant mission in life, to make us think we're not worthy, to make us think we can't, to make us think it ain't possible, to make us look at our environment, to make us feel like, well, it's because I'm this, I can't be that. Ain't none of that true. None of that is true. I bought a book the other day by Joel Osteen uh, because I was listening to him over the weekend and he sent this he was talking about his new book called next level thinking and I bought the book and because I constantly try to reinforce myself as successful as you may think I am I still have a ways to go and I will always try to improve myself and people like Joel Osteen Bishop Jakes Bishop Alma, Bishop Getty's down there in North Carolina my boy you know it's a lot Charles Jenkins up in Chicago it's a lot of dudes, man, that call me to make sure I'm okay. Check in on me. Tyler, check in on me. Dr. Phil, check in on me. I got a lot, a lot of people check in on me, man, make sure I'm okay. Uh, I was reading his book because it's just, I just needed some more information. And one of the things we I had learned from his book, in the first chapter, the title of his chapter is Be a Barrier Breaker. Be a Barrier Breaker. And throughout the book, it just talks about your surroundings, your environment. That because you're from a family where ain't nobody never made it out, don't mean that you have to not be one of the that you have to be one of those and not make it out. Because you come from a hood that don't have a whole lot of millionaires made from that hood, that don't mean that you can't be a barrier breaker and be one of the millionaires from the hood. Just because nobody on your block ever went to college don't mean you can't be the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever went to school. You the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever became a supervisor at a post office or the FedEx or UPS or any place else. Don't mean that you can't. You can become a barrier breaker. But see, what a lot of us do is we get so immersed in our environment that we adapt to our environment and we must we act like this is it well if God had wanted me to be rich I'd have been born rich what what did you say I heard a guy say that if God had wanted me to be rich I would have been born rich so let me ask you something brother all these people that have gone from poverty to riches what was their excuse or what mindset that they use to become a barrier breaker, to break the barrier of poverty, to become well off. I chose to be a barrier breaker. I knew what my family was. I love my family dearly and still do. But what my family had, I didn't want. As much as I love my mother and father, what my father was and how hard I saw him work, I didn't want that. I wanted something else. Now, do I appreciate the work ethic he put in me? Most certainly do. Did I appreciate the faith and the fear of God that my mama put in me? Oh, I most certainly do. But I didn't want to be the one sitting at the church on the usher board. I I didn't want that. I didn't want to work as hard as my father and make the same money as my father. I wanted to something else. I wanted to be a barrier breaker, a barrier breaker. And one of the things he talked about in the book is that so often we let our environment and how we were raised and uh, other people's expectation of us set limits in our life. He was saying that we adapt to what's around us. So what he said in the book, I wanted to share with you all. In the book, he said that if you take an oak tree seed, the seed of an oak tree, and you plant this seed from this oak tree in a two foot pot that oak tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in that pot not because there's something wrong with the seed but because of the environment it's in did you hear what I just said there is nothing wrong with you the problem is your environment If you stay in the environment, you will never grow. But you can choose to become a barrier breaker and get out of any environment that you're in. You can escape poverty, you can escape the hood, you can escape bad-thinking people. You can escape the dope game. You can become non-addicted to drugs. You can stop being an alcoholic. You can stop with God's help. If you take an oak tree seed and you plant it in a two-foot pot, that tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in the pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because the environment is in. You got to change your environment. You fine. You got the seed. You got everything you need to grow. You did. Those
4: are my closing remarks. Yeah.